0: Hello folks, you're welcomed back once again to another episode of Campbell's (laughs) footballs! Yes, a warm welcome to Campbell's Footballs, the only podcast where bad predictions are cancelled out by good crowd. Well, the English Premiership may be on its hiatus after another weekend of action, but there's plenty on this week's podcast to get involved with. With the Scottish Cup last 16 head this weekend, as well as some midweek action in the Scottish Premiership, there is plenty for my guest and I to chat I'm joined by a enthusiastic reporter from my hometown of Ellen. I'm joined by Matthew Finlay of That's TV Scotland and Aberdeen FC fame to chew the fat about his own career and also some of the week's major talking points in football. We also give our predictions and much more on the show. This, of course, is the Campbell's Football's podcast in association with music from Toby Johnson and Rory Hope. I've
1: fallen out of the world again I'm sick and tired of the conversation Stuck in a rut and I can't defend. I'm happy to wait while nothing's changing Someday when Someday when we get out of here we can Write up a plan with no destination Ooh.
0: So I'm joined this week for another episode of Campbell's Food Walls by one of my good pals from Ellen, Matthew Finlay, a reporter for That's TV Scotland and many other media outlets. Matthew, a warm welcome to
2: the show. Thanks, Grant. Good to you've been out of me for a few months to come on, so I'm buzzing to come back on in the Toll Booth as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, we're
0: recording this week's podcast from my hunting ground, the Toll Booth pub in Ellen. Big shout out to the Toll Booth darts guys. Um, one of my, a few of my great pals as well. Um, really fine place to come and record a show once again in this fine establishment. So shout out to those guys, especially Martin Smith, the owner as well, so just give a bit of a shout out to those guys. Um, Matt, thanks for coming on the show. Um, Many people listening to this podcast will not know who you are, so can you give a little bit of a background as to what you do and where you are? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I was kind of... But a crossroads
2: for a good few years. Always looking yeah. at the next step. I think yeah. you know. I think when I, I mean, currently now I, I work for local TV. So um, that's TV Scotland, we're a local independent TV station. Um, we're one of five in Scotland. And then based in down in Salford, there's loads of stations down there. Uh, Channel Eight on Freeview, shout out there. Um, uh, but no, it's um, it's good. I mean, independent TV stations. I mean, it's something that I didn't really think was a route into TV because I, I've always wanted to kind of get into broadcasting. I quite like the when I was at uni and so on. I wanted to do broadcasting, and I've I had a fair range of experiences. And this job, although it's not sport orientated, you get the the flexibility almost to pick your own stories. Which is a lot of local stories, feel good stories, and things like that. But from a selfish point of view, I've gone in there since August and really kind of like. Taking ownership of our run my own station essentially now and, and with that comes you know, good contacts, good um, media appearances, good um, uh, kind of experience really, just learning how to uh, properly cut down and edit,
0: edit packages, uh, do two a day,
2: and it's just great, it's really properly in the world of journalism.
0: Yeah. I was trying to remember when we first met, because I remember us being together at the, the <laughs> Almond Academy, days. Yeah. that's where it started. I started, I'm thinking it was right in 2004 and four, five, but uh,
2: Well, five? I went to Academy in 2005, August 2005, so yeah. I think it was probably through the uh, fantasy football, I think, yes. It yes. was, um, I always remember that because I remember you were bit with Mr. Richie, yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Big shout out Thanks to uh, Richie, uh, um, a legend, yeah. Legendary. He, um, and he got everyone into kind of uh, fantasy football, and that was the first thing I'd done it. And I remember that year, I bombed it, I felt awful. And then the fall, fo- and then the summer was the 2006 World Cup, and I won the World Cup, <laughs> yeah, edition, that's right. And then the following year, I went and won.
0: The, the league. We always had quite a good rivalry didn't yeah, we? And that's why I quite yeah, liked fair. our camaraderie yeah, yeah. with that. There was the, a lot of good uh, banter across no, it with the, some the, of the our friends as well. Yeah, oh no, absolutely not. Everyone at our age were really, and
2: up until I remember, oh god this is cringe-worthy, but I remember getting at when I won the, well Remember, they used to do like manager Month yes. awards, and uh, so you'd get. Pre- I got presented to an assembly, Mr Ritchie would turn up, and he, you know, he's like, so for, for the listeners who don't know Mr Ritchie is, he's also the straight talking, such a absolute hero guy. by the way. Yeah, oh, legend, but really fine guy, but he was quite a scary guy when you were younger, and uh, he would turn up at the assemblies, and you're like, oh, what's oh, Mr Ritchie, can see, like, right, I've got an announcement to make. Matt Finlay has won the player, the manager of the month again, and everyone was like, "Oh, go away!" You know? <laughs> well, I hated it. And then at the end of the year, when I'd already wrapped up the title, uh, I I turned up and I got presented my award at prize giving. So all these kind of folk had done good things, sports, yeah. you know, could be anything, any any achievement. I got presented a plastic trophy <laughs> by Mr Ritchie. It says, "Well done, Matthew. Fantasy football <laughs> winner from two thousand six. I, I did
0: however. that in my last year in two thousand and nine, yeah. which was a, a fantastic uh, book closing for me. At yeah, Price no, good. No. So there, there's a connection with that no, there. No, so uh, yeah, yeah, that's where our relationship would go back. So you obviously start. You obviously left uh, Ellen Academy mm-hmm. and then moved into kind of the journalism college. Was, stuff. I,
2: Is that right? Actually, um, I essentially like, I applied to go and do sports journalism at uni. Um, the only course in Scotland that we're offering it was down at Hamilton at the University of West Scotland. Um, they still have. The Hamilton College, an old dump of a college, really. Um uh, but so I went down I got my interview and I was said, look, okay, if you get you get your grades, you know, again I went back to school I didn't quite get my grades. That was the that was quite frustrating thing because I was like, crap, what am I gonna do next? But, and then I went into it and um so I went down the college route. Yeah. Uh, so I went into media and communications, um, which is a really good actually and um, that gave me an insight into it, and then there was an option to go on and do Like media communications caught at uni again in third year, so the time second year came around, but I still had that linger in the back of my mind that I wanted to go and do sports journalism, yeah. And it was quite a niche career and it's quite a niche uh, environment, yeah. Yeah, No, absolutely. But I remember I went back down and I got my interview with the same uh, woman. the same lecturer, Elizabeth McLaughlin, and she just sold it to me and she says, look, Pasha College, you know, and I came in, I went down and moved to Air. in the summer yeah. they, uh, mm-hmm. they, move, they moved down to Ayr, um, uh, where they built a brand new campus the year before, mm-hmm. Super lecturers, unbelievable um, and the class was really small mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so with it like we all got to know each other, we we're all good mates. Uh, we worked with the journalists as well and it was just a really good experience yeah. and, and from there on I was like look, we got lecturers in that were properly like yeah. like were 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 journalists and that, so that was kinda where it stemmed from. When I got that I did two years of call at uni there and was, was kinda set really. Was it transition from
0: moving from but, obviously local northeast Allen all the way down to here to the other side of Scotland? Was that
2: a nervous time um, exciting time it was you? exciting I mean I, I, I think what it gave me the advantage was because I was going into, into third year so I would obviously like any of the like. so I moved into the halls and things like that and any of the folk I was hanging out in pals were a couple of years younger than me so I could sure. tell that they were like straight out of school whereas I had a couple of years on them that were like I felt a wee bit more mature like okay, a, a yeah. wee bit older um, and with that came like Really good. Obviously, like loads of good mates and that, and then. Um, so yeah, it was a little bit nervous, but I'm always quite a, a bit of an extrovert. Like I'm quite like quite confident. I'll yap to anybody and just get mates with everybody. So and I think that a gift of the people, gab like I do. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So um, no, so, <laughs> I I can admit that on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um. So no, just
0: uh, started there and Worked yeah, yeah. worked way too. Explain to me a little bit about the Burst Ball podcast because you got got into that during your your kind of um, university and that really went from strength to strength for a good period of time, not
2: yeah, it? Yeah, no, I mean, just t- what I touched on there, like I got, got Pali, like, and my class of mates who were all kind of my age anyway, but none of them really lived in air. So during the week obviously and uh, things like that, but, you, know, you get to know the folk around your halls and I, I met a couple of the guys in two years below me and then we all kind of started I started like kind of pals with all them, and they were like, "Look, we could start a podcast." You're yeah. thinking, so I was like, "Absolutely on board." So um, <laughs> initially, there was maybe eight of us. We actually, it wasn't called the Burst Ball originally; it was called them um, Fr- Friday Fit Bar I don't know why it was called Friday.
0: No, I can understand uh, so why it could
2: I, be though. I, I think we always thought, "Oh, we'll do it on a Friday," and yeah. it was just like it wasn't gonna like. You know, sure. uh, but the the concept was there, and basically, yeah. we, just, yeah. we just there was loads of us on to talk various things. It we wasn't just Scottish football, it was like, right, with Johnny Clark, who I know you've had on yep, before. Yeah, good shout out to Johnny as well, former yeah, yeah. guest of this parish. Yeah, he's a, he's a good pal of mine, and he, he's like in his German football. Yes. Uh, and then, so he even at that point, he wasn't massive in his English football, sorry, Scottish football. So we kind of got, we just got put our all heads together, and it was a bit of a mess, really, I mean, because we covered like all, co- all <coughs> leagues in the like that, like there'd be segments for different leagues, and then we just decided, you know what, we'll stick to Scottish football. We we'll rebranded it, call it First Ball Scottish Football Podcast. Yeah. So, the good thing from my point of view was. Um, we had fans from like everywhere like mm-hmm. really there was a couple of Celtic fans there was a couple of Rangers fans well one Rangers fan you've been uh, an Aberdeen fan yeah yourself. Aberdeen exactly yeah. Um, Johnny was kind of was floating it was quite funny because he got into it like he started following like all the lower league Scottish football yeah, because like, I thought he was a Forrest fan well yes yeah, no, yeah. Forrest yeah. is yeah. his team yes. Yes. he's yes. from Forrest so he and then and with that came just like it, it was absolutely class in fairness and well, I mean we, we built up a proper following like we had the kind of we tried to kind we, we started a website, so we started doing articles. We, and then we, the only thing we, we, we always wanted to do, we we're kind of told by our lecturers so like you should try and monetize it. Mm-hmm. We never really got around mm-hmm. that because it's quite hard because we were starting off at uni. But the facilities were great. We had really good, like proper microphones with the staff and all that, to be able to help. Much with more with high it. tech than mine. <laughs> you know, trust me. You'll find that most interviews and all that are, are often dictaphones. and things like that, yeah, yeah. So they're they're a great tool. But no, we um we just had a we just had a
0: laugh with it. Yeah. Really like we, we properly made it a go of it and we have got a following and you've have, had some you guys yeah. have had some high profile people on, on your podcast yeah. well. can you explain yeah, some of the high um, profile people you've had on?
2: at the time we tried to get uh, I think pretty much the premiership was pretty much out of your reach only because we had like Connor so Connor Park right is like Falkirk Dafty he works for Falkirk since he was 17 he's now like pretty much running the show there right? and he's only 22 or something Yeah. and he so we were always like oh get him on he was our, like our championship guy so he had a few contacts I think that's my have come from, but it is sometimes just the case, I mean, you'll know it yourself, just literally dropping them a message on Twitter, yeah, so good, and so with that we had, I remember with Ray McKinnon on, yeah. when he was at the height of, he stopped Rafe, yes. and he was pushing for the, the Premier league That's right. Mm-hmm. and then he went to Dundee United, and he was a good contact with yeah. Lou Moulton, yes. uh, in his first season at uh, Motherwell, and he was banging them in, with uh, a few, oh, I don't think who else, was. we had a couple other managers in that one, yeah. um, I mean, when I left, like I mean I, I after leaving uni and things like that, I was still down there for about a year anyway. Um, so I was still kinda dipping in and out of it and things like that mm-hmm. and then they kept it going and we the good thing was we, we were able to bring through almost like a next generation. If you yes. Like the, the guys a year yes. below them, like Ryan Crombie yeah. and um, yeah. and Tom McKinnon, the one, they came in and they and they brought their kind of mates along to it yes. so We just kept it going. But um, it's it, it's difficult because like we all obviously we gonna graduate, we're all absolutely from, from yeah. the cover from yeah. the the whole the whole country, like boys up in the northeast, uh, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Dundee you know we're really kind of it was always going to be tough so then we started like doing on Skype and things like that and it becomes a bit harder because everyone's got full time jobs absolutely, and, um, absolutely so but it's still going albeit I mm-hmm. think we're trying to kind of get it going again like but the experience you must have picked uh, up from that uh, a honestly amazing, amazing real really experience yeah. like, and that, that that's what kind of gave me a, a way into like broadcasting yeah I still have that on my CV mm-hmm. saying look we've got 8,000 followers on social media and yet yeah, it's not touched anymore really if we were to revive that you know, we'd get a decent following and you see um you see the way that now that the kind of how podcasting works when I mean, you're not yourself but like with them
1: um, like if
2: you look at something like The Terrace yes. for example and there's now obviously they've got their show there. The Tennis f- Podcast is yeah. a massive podcast yeah. for example the, yeah, one so of my
0: favorite shows actually.
2: Yeah so and, and you see what they've gone and done like Scottish football rebranding making it yeah. funny making it just unique and, and with that like we, we've we got a really that was the kind of thing yeah. that we were working Yeah. To kind of do For me so the right.
0: football show That kind of is the, the hallmark For me in recent times I've followed Is the Totally football show Yeah I have By Paddy Power, James yeah. Richardson And there's yeah. a few Kind of strands with that You've got the Scottish segment You've got the League yeah. segment You've got Galazzo The Italian segment That for me is a little bit Of the kind of highlight But there's so many other ones Obviously the Scottish football podcast yeah. on, well, well, on BBC Sounds You've got Irish League Behaviour Which I follow <laughs> You know there's a range of things And we're all just trying to Find our own little yeah. niche markets and, aren't it, and that's how you yeah, this Try is to find a gap right. in the market Exactly
2: Because like, we're all kind of like yeah anyone really, you now have the ability to just go and when you know it yourself you've got a dictaphone, you go and buy it, you set up a profile, you've got this kind of, you get a following and initially and then you see how it goes. And it, really, anyone can do it. I mean, I, what are you talking about the Totally Football show? I listen to the like, um, the Gardens Football Weekly. Yes. And, uh, with yeah. Matt yeah. And, in football, and Football Ramble, and they're brilliant, and they're
0: totally different. They are, they are, they are. They are. Um, so, I know you go. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. My next question was obviously, you graduate from here, where next is the,
2: the next well, part of the journey. I was all. I mean, when I graduated at uni, I, I was like, right, okay, brilliant, right, what, what's kind of out here? But there was parts of me like, were at points I didn't maybe take advantage of like my uni as much like in terms of going out and like getting more experience. I mean, I work, I, I did like placement work at Original FM when I was up here, so I did broadcasting. It was at long, yeah. it wasn't yeah. just football, wasn't just sport. I was obviously getting into a newsroom and that, and that was great. And they really liked me, so I was keen to always press their buttons a wee bit. But nothing really much came of that after it, but. Um, I, I was a bit, maybe a bit naive. When you leave uni, you think, right, there's going to be jobs here, and then you realise that it's just so niche. It's a competitive market. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so I actually, I still stayed down in Glasgow for pretty much a year um, but it was still near the and then I moved up to Glasgow because um, I was still work- I had a part time job in sports in Glasgow mm-hmm. um, and that was just in retail, that was yeah, what I was wanting yeah, to do but yeah. it was just like ticking over. And w- Sometimes you have to make that yeah. transition to see whether yeah. it works or not do you? But, um, yeah. but at the time like at the start of the so it would have been football <laughs> terms it would have been 16, 17 season, uh, Aberdeen actually posted a job, it was just like a Saturday job um, working in match. It would have just been like do match reports and stuff like that. And I applied right. for it and like uh, so that's how I got. And I, I knew a few contacts like Dave McDermott and all that. I mean and reach really out to Dave. I know he follows me on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all good guys there. And, and if you want to call on my show, give me a chance. <laughs> get him on, I'll get him on. But um, so with that was like um, that 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 kind of started like a. Like, because they, they weren't offering like a paid job or anything, yes. but, and I wasn't really at the time. I had only just graduated a month before, so I kind of I was like, I don't really want to take it. Because like I can't, I can't commit to just moving away. We all be moving back home yes. and refining everything. But I didn't have like the money, uh, you know. Like I wasn't gonna be getting paid. I would have to get another job and that. But in hindsight, I could maybe have just taken it then and just mm-hmm. kind of rolled with it and then just got something up here. But um, so I, I always kept in touch with them because they they were saying oh, something could maybe happen and things like that. And then by the end of that season, it was just I think just after the Scottish Cup final um, mm-hmm. that year, uh, they got in touch and they said look. To come up for an interview, and then they created a post for me. Essentially, as a um, content producer, well, digital media assistant. Yeah. Uh, So my first job in sports, first job in
0: post degree, and um, so I was buzzing. And yeah, so for. And what's that like? Because you get an opportunity to interact, I imagine, with the players and and the management team. You you quickly realised that it is. Kind of like any other dressing room,
2: and um, we're not obviously going to be in the dressing room, but like I've pl- played amateur football, I've played football my whole life. Kind I'm of, coming like, on to I'm, amateur football, like, um, yeah. uh, So you kind of look at that and you go, actually, like, you're not in all because, like, I mean, I'm older anyway, and most yes. of the, most of the boys are like probably about yeah. my age or younger, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be like, oh, there's Grimshaw oh, God, you
0: know, 10 years ago or anything like that, yeah. but not, like, you just. I'm still like, yeah. I don't know, maybe yeah. it's just me, you know, but, when I had Ron McLean on mm-hmm. recently, big shout out to Rob, who was on my show yeah. I, I felt like it was meeting my, my hero for a long time you know and you know, I grew up and you get these yeah. these guys and you think I'd love to be a part well, of their yeah. life sometimes well, you know? well this is it um, you know like, but really do you brush hands yeah. with
2: these people it's fantastic exactly so like you realise as well how, like, how much a family club Aberdeen actually is like a lot of the, anywhere really I mean I'm saying this probably because it's probably true that the old firm take in isolation I've got friends that work at like both old firm clubs and they don't really have an interaction with the players unless they're going to interview them or something yes. like that uh-huh. whereas like it's so small the corridors are so small that literally you're yeah. up and before the training grounds but you're so all the staff yeah. and all the players are so close to each other that yeah you keep your distance you Actually, have to because there's sure. a professionalism yeah. to it and at the, end of day, at the end of the day you're just like you'll be walking by like oh how you yeah. Joe and Derek oh how are you getting on yeah, and it's just yeah, like yeah. It, it was surreal literally. Yeah, but then it, you just get over yeah. it, and you just go. Well, you're in that environment; it's your job to. Was to there? Do
0: was, there any, was there anybody? You was like, i ah, really pleased to see, and like that you were like, was um, to see every time you saw, him, or oh, can well, you not say?
2: No, 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 no. no. I mean, I, I'm trying to think. Actually, I mean, there's there's so many that like, I mean, they're just you. You just realise they're actually just normal guys. Absolutely, it's absolutely. Absolutely. and they all want to do their yeah. best.
0: More importantly, yeah. As well.
2: I, mean, I got well, I got closer with a few of them. Like, I mean, there's like so, like. Because Adam Rooney, for example, is there at NL and, and so I'd i always joke with him. So I'll see you in the toll break, I don't want to Fair on the clean yeah. that's where we are, <laughs> and then yeah. so it's things like that, you know. Yeah. Like you build a rapport with them, and you realise that they're again they're just normal lads, they're just footballers, and it's great, you know. And uh-huh. It's a really good environment, you know, but, and because the team were like playing well, like, if the team were playing well, then everyone's kind of happy. Exactly. You know, like I I, I spoken to the staff that were there like ten years ago when yeah. it would have been dark days. Oh, well, absolutely. And yeah. when the team aren't playing well. And just there's uncertainty around the clock, and, and, and it, makes a, it, and makes, a, it yeah. makes a difference to your yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, definitely, and like you any ex- yeah. job you Yeah, get, yeah. No, so, um, but
0: yeah, yeah just yeah. Down there. So, you obviously had some fantastic experiences then, and then obviously, you're now working for that TV Scotland. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to move out there into this? I think,
2: yeah. um, well, first off, I was only actually part time at I was still only four okay, days. Okay, but um, I was trying to, I wanted to get more broadcasting yeah, experience, like to that like effect. You know, I wanted to. Like I learned so much at um but there's all there's still limitations in terms of like because. They've also already got staff in place there to kind of do. They're already like experts mm. and things like that. And with that, I really wanted to just kind of um, move into an environment where I wanted to kind of give broadcasting a proper go. Because I, I actually didn't felt like I didn't know. I didn't really know how to edit stuff properly. That was my big thing. I wanted to do more interviews. and and I got. I did a lot of interviews with all you know, That was great. And, you know, but. It's not just footballers, I want to kind of like go out and just get. And this job was available, and I just said, you know what, we'll give it a bash, we'll see. I've been there since August, and it's great. And um, I think that was the transition, making that into, you know, going into broadcasting was something
0: I quite. Keen on getting involved. And in. you interviewed John Henderson recently. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yeah and I love yeah. I love my darts. And yeah. You uh, love your darts. John yeah. he, uh, Hendo is fantastic, isn't he? Yeah, no, he's, he's the
2: nicest guy. But I actually met him uh, last year when um, just the night after he played at the Premier, Premier League, he came into Pittordi and played a few of the players. Did he? Uh, so he took Square. on. It filmed it for Red TV, you know, it like filmed it for the, the Player of the Year tournament. Uh, so he took on Greg Stewart. Greg Stewart was the best player at the time, apparently, in the change room. And uh, he beat him 2 0. But then uh, he played James Wilson in a one legged shootout, and James Wilson beat him. <laughs> So, and, but it's funny because you, you speak to, and it was great for us. Like the players were going mad; yeah. like, they were just uh, lapping up. And, and Henderson was like, oh, he just threw with the world champion the night before, and he He was just pressured But he, I was when I spoke to him last week, he was brand new, like he, and nicest guy ever. Still plays for the Masada Bar in Aberdeen on a Monday night, and then he's got this. Um, but he, he was telling me, sorry, he, he was like, right, bet, games are best of three in that Aberdeen. league it's some good players. If you're not like quite on your game. Like these guys, will actually just it's quite it's so easy to take two legs off them, so you mm-hmm. could get beat. Mm-hmm. And the be like, Oh, it's a scalp! But why not? i Darts
0: League in Nell, and it's exactly the same setup. Yeah. And it is really dog eat dog. If you don't start well, you you won't win yeah, it. It's as simple as that. But, um, yeah. but no, I've
2: interviewed quite a few uh, big, big names, really, essentially. I mean, I've still got the pressers and all yeah. that. I mean, yeah. It's not really an interview, in fairness. Like press conferences yeah. are quite boring, like, but yeah. it's more yeah. you go out and get your own stories. Like, I've interviewed various politicians, I've interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, think yeah, yeah, I've only got a lot like yeah, yeah but you do that many, you actually Absolutely. almost
0: forget. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. but what it was, is it like being in a press conference when you know they're asking previews for the matches and that? You know, if someone is asking Derek McInnes, our manager, a question about the upcoming game against, let like, say, Rangers, which obviously we um. were recording this Sunday night. Rangers played Aberdeen the weekend. We'll come up to that in a minute. But you know, if if someone is asking that, what is it like to just actually sit in and just listen to um. what they have to say? Now
2: it's just the norm of okay. like I mean I, I would film all the pressers that Todd did when I was there like as the, it, like when I worked for Aberdeen I'd film it for ITV mm. and things mm-hmm. like that. Initially again it's quite like oh quite I mean you, but now I'm on the other side where I can ask questions mm-hmm. and I will ask questions uh, you, but you know you kind of like it's. It, it, the funny thing with press conferences is they are actually are quite, like football press conferences, you'll notice if you watch any Premier League press conference, they're all yeah. quite the same regimented. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, it's yeah. quite regimented. It's uh, like, obviously the players are well trained to just say, okay, well, don't, you know, don't need to go and slag the other team off this yeah. week. You kind know, yeah. of have to plan out who's going to be playing and yeah. who's going to be presenting that, so.
0: The way I think of that is I always, I'm, I love my football manager and every time it comes up with yeah. these things, there's always these pre-eminent yeah. answers oh, yeah. that well, come up with that. Fu- I just wondered funny, if it's yeah. very
2: similar yeah. to always a laugh like what I, I will say maybe to my brother or something, I'll go like, Oh, do you think I should ask us today, Derek, about and it'll be like a line from football manager or something. It'll be like know, eh, it'll be the most obviously eh, really lines but no in fairness like there, there's been a couple of times like where, where I've been an oppressor and you've been like like, it's quite surreal. Like I mean, even like when Gerard came into Rangers, that felt big. You know, like when, when all the cameras and all
0: the Glasgow stuff. I still think up, it does, not to an extent? Yeah. As well. No, but like you see it, and you're like, the hell there's Gerard? Yeah. No,
2: but but then you quickly get over it. And you're just like, yeah. well, you're, it doesn't matter because you're working in that environment. If I'm wanting to make it as a serious like sports presenter, sports journalism, or sports journalist, sorry, you can't just be in all like folk like that. Like, yeah. you've got to just be like.
0: Right, oh there's Derek, oh, he's doing his pressure today. Yeah. yeah. How difficult is it for you in your job role to kind of get yourself out of that fan mindset when you're at a game? Because that I reckon that must be quite difficult to not have commas, coloured tinted glasses yeah, no, on when no. you're at matches, um how can tricky be. is that? I mean it can be but then you look at it
2: you look at any kind of sports press guy, they've all got a team at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, they all have to cover but like of course that's why they got into it, they're football fans yeah. or sports fans. They the get yeah initially like, it was easy for me like when I was at Aberdeen I was able to kind I of get right obviously I'm I'm writing stuff for Aberdeen I'm doing Aberdeen Twitter for that game of course I've got to be like and you get away you find yourself getting away a little bit you celebrate not I actually like st- I still have my two seasons to get mm-hmm. so I actually sit in like with my dad and that like still the games yeah. and I I've only done a couple because we don't have a weekend show with that TV I don't necessarily need to go and just get a, I don't need to go post match like so I I won't really sit in the press area I'll. So I just like a fan, like everyone else, which I think is good. But if I was working for like, if I was doing something like like Tyrone at the BBC or something, who's trackside, yeah. you obviously can't. Another great guy, Ben. Yeah, you can't um, go, you can't go celebrate. Like no, obviously, no, because it's professionalism. You you just that's adapt, what you starts, just adapt that's to what, it. Yeah, that's what, actually that's, it, you, yeah, yeah you just adapt to, to the environment that you're in. That you, well, why would you go and celebrate? Yeah. A, oh, great, go! You can go under your table, yeah. and fist pump, and everything, yeah.
0: but you know. And, and in your spare time, we we mentioned amateur football briefly along, you still, you still play a bit of amateur football for Auchinacat Barons and a yeah. bit of a shout out to those guys, especially my good pal Glen Sangster, a yeah, former yeah, guest of course man. on this podcast, you want to listen to my show with Glenn please go back and listen to that one. What's it like playing for Barons? Because oh. they seem like they seem like great cracks. No, it's, it's a good laugh, like I mean, I, when I
2: moved back up here, well two years ago after like, uni the union that I am, um, uh, I actually initially went back to the, I, I didn't go back so I joined them, I just said look, Glen was very heavily involved and I, I says, look come on Barons, get your Training that and so I did, didn't uh, but the problem was because I was still working weekends and all that, I really couldn't play games like it was only when the dawns were maybe on a Sunday game or something. Mm-hmm. So or a Friday night or something. Yeah, like well, that. exactly. So I wasn't really able to commit to it. And that's why I, I, I didn't I only played a few months. But this season, since obviously I don't work weekends anymore, yeah. Um, I'll I'm keen to just get I, I just want to go along to training and things like that, and um, Alan Bartlett is coach there, he um, he was like, Oh do you fancy t- do you want to play still? And I said, Yeah, you no, know, absolutely so, so Got along, and it's it's great, you know. It's a a good laugh. It's um, I missed that uni because I played for my uni football team. Yes, I'm a very successful uni football Mm -hmm. team. Yeah, we won. um, they won I think something like eight years in a row they won the title and things like that and so until everyone graduated so um, I won one of the, I won a title in the final year and just being around a f- team again was just brilliant yeah. like and it was just like that you know you win and lose it is like a, you wouldn't lose a team, you go regardless, you go for a pint. Yeah. you all fall out in the pitch at the same time and you'll also you'll also win as a team. Yeah. It's not been a great year for the Barons though, admittedly. Yeah. Like we've not had a,
0: a proper run at it, we've only had four four league wins. Well that's why I said to Glenn on the on the previous show, because it, it seems like the fixtures they come in clumps, don't they? You get like four games, and then you don't play for a couple of games, yeah. and then you play another three yeah. or four in a row, and then there's another clump. The is that a frustration oh, yeah. at that level? Yeah,
2: because at the end of the day, you want to play games on Saturday, and you take it so seriously that it is part of it. You know, like the fixtures will come out like on Tuesday or Wednesday or something, so you don't actually know what you're playing. And we've already had our training; we train on a Monday, uh, so we actually don't we don't prep for a team because we don't know who we're playing. Yeah. We just have to obviously just train. Uh, yeah. so or, um, or play like, a game amongst ourselves <coughs> anyway, so with that comes it's good though because it, like I said it's a good team environment and I enjoy being part of it and I don't get a proper run at it so each week because I still my girlfriend stays down in the air so I still go down to see her regularly obviously so um, with that comes I'm not going to maybe, I'll play maybe two weeks and then I, I can't play the next week
0: so I'll be away and then I maybe lose my place in the team so I was going to say how difficult um, is that because you've right. got to get your fitness yeah. still up and that yeah. and it mean, must be quite tough mentally yeah. and physically uh, uh, like. yeah no I mean in fairness like
2: if, if you're quite fit at that level and I've, if you've got a I know about you but you've got a lot of positivity yeah. so yeah but yeah. like you'll just get stuck into it regardless I'll, I'll try not to miss training I'll, I just enjoy it like I, I do yeah. just enjoy playing part of the team and, um, and with that you know it just comes with all that. There's all the extra stuff, and I know Glenn's obviously take, he takes a good responsibility on it. Like he does all the money stuff, and you know properly involved. Very positive, to see. Guys, yeah, very positive, yeah. Which is uh, which is great to see, and everyone takes it. You know, you genuinely are gutted when it comes to a Saturday night, and if you've been beat, you're just sitting there like. Ugh. Whereas, a Saturday morning comes, it's the same cycle. You're just
0: buzzing yeah. for the game. Well, I'm all, I love my football, yeah. as, as everyone knows, yeah, and everyone listening listening listening. To my podcast knows. And every weekend, I'm buzzing about football. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't hardly go on to any games or whatever. Yeah. But I just love football, and that's why that's why I do this yeah, podcast. That's why I do this yeah. interaction with people. I love the blend of people that get involved with football through lots of different, uh, this is groups and things like that. It's fantastic. But, it really but
2: you'll get that as well. Like I mean, obviously you did a lot with I United for a couple. Yes, years, didn't you?
0: absolutely. You Saturday morning, yeah. you'll be like, wasn't game day." Absolutely, absolutely. And obviously, when we lose, it's very disappointing. But when you win, it's it's fantastic. And you know, some of the nights I, that I had with the guys, even though I wasn't, you know, playing, it's fantastic. And I'm sure you guys are the same. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: no. One of the ones that uh, earlier on the season actually we had a Scottish Cup tied down in Glasgow, and uh, we'd been drawn against this Nico's Bar from Glasgow, and they're, they found out they're like one of the top amateur teams in the city, mm-hmm. and Glasgow's big for their junior and amateur. Right. Football. Oh, that's oh, 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 great! Brian mentioned on a yeah.
0: podcast, I'm to that. Give that a listen as well.
2: Yeah, and um, they so, but we went down. We embraced it. We knew we would probably we would struggle, we might struggle, but went down. Yeah, we got eight 0 or something like that. But it really wasn't like a, we didn't disgrace ourselves. really. I mean, at that level, like they, they regularly do that, but you went back to the bar, you had shared a pint with their team, they got his pizzas in, just a good laugh, and then I stayed down that weekend, but the boys went back up the road, had a laugh,
0: and the bus just, just got hammered. It's uh, fantastic, that's we, we did that at Bournemouth yeah. last year, that result, yeah. I mean, we beat Bournemouth United juniors on penalties, and the one really saw that result <laughs> coming, and sure. what, a, what a great crack it was on the bus, and I actually wasn't even drinking that night as well, which makes it a big change, I know many people are thinking that me listening to this, thinking, oh, that's a big shock, but it's actually <laughs> <laughs> I know no so the, you're... the next stage for you is what
2: um good question uh, um, i is it to um, keep developing yeah because i mean i think like i i like the thought of getting back into sport to, to be want us do? Because that's my passion. That is like, it, I think with this job, it's given me a really good way into the media. Of you know, I've got that on my CV. I can basically say, look, I'm a station editor type thing. I do mm. cover various channels. It's not just sport. I'll do news. I'll do you know politics and things like that. Like mm. anything like you're doing on the on the kind of reporting job, and that's great. I'd love to get back into sport I don't really mind where it is I mean I've got as you know I, I follow loads of sports passionate yep. about a lot of stuff and, and I think with that like if it's football yeah. got back into that great you know there'd be the opportunities potentially you know in golf you know I'd love that kind yeah. of thing you know you love like your American sports as well well this is it I mean it's funny like my, my lecturer Elizabeth Lachlan was like honestly a great lecturer really 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 kind of wanted, if you talk about like kind of your your idols know, yeah yeah we bit yeah Way, but you've got to look at it that way. I mean, Absolutely. And she, and she Absolutely. said that to me when I got my interview back in twenty fourteen when I was going to uni there. And she said, "Look, where do you, if I were magic magic for it, where do you think I'll be in ten years?" And I said, "Look, I I wouldn't mind doing reporter for Aberdeen Football Club, which I've obviously gone and done. Or, uh, but I'd really like to like maybe be in the States, trying to uh, like it could be following American sports, it could be America, it could be fo- following like football because it's obviously getting bigger yeah. over there now. We'll with, look at
0: Derek, right?
2: You know, like yeah, so yeah, well, yeah exactly." Apples. Yeah, so he's, um, he's another
0: old, former guest yeah. on the show. Of
2: he's um, he's he's brilliant. He's got a really good story there, and, and with that, that would be something that I'd quite like to do. You know, I'd like I like the thought of doing um, sport. like I said, sport up in the states. Uh, um, just anything but I mean yeah. I've got to take it you still are aware that I mean I think with this job I been able to do is whenever I have gone on and maybe I update my CV and looked at other positions I go wow I actually have quite a lot like that like now I can like sell myself a bit more I've got the experience to yeah. say you oh, know I could go and do that job rather than yeah. and I've got three years back back yeah. in me but um, I mean this job that's Stephen fair like they advertise it as it's not long term like mm-hmm. if you're good you'll get picked up that ah, type thing yeah. and with that um, it's a waiting game but you've also got to push yourself out there. Yeah. and it Tax is a big thing. Absolutely. Like that's yeah. the biggest thing I've noticed. Is
0: it's all about you know. And is that great. is that your advice to people that want to get into that? So sort of oh, just make sure you keep
2: contacts. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we were told like in my college, like my one of my lecturers said, look, try and get um, you do start building your contacts book. Absolutely. And it's you'll be amazed like the amount of people that you have on your phone now that you go I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you'll know it yourself. but like absolutely. And I just looked down my list of emails and things like that, and you yeah. go Wow, actually, you've got a lot of you could drop. I could drop someone an email today and say, look, well, what's the, is there anything going? Or yeah. you could push them a little bit absolutely. and they like, oh, well, there's nothing here yet, but, yeah. so.
0: No, definitely. You know. it seems like you've got a very exciting future ahead, Matt, and it was really nice to hear that in the first yeah. part of the show. really, yeah, really no, good. absolutely. No. Let's move into the second part where we sort of review the weekend's action and build into a really big bumper weekend because although the English break has taken a hiatus in the very commas, although some teams aren't playing in midweek, it's got Scottish football matches this Wednesday coming and the Scottish Cup last 16 to come as well. So let's review view The weekend's action. Um, let's start with Aberdeen because uh, I certainly didn't see it coming, but they got a point down at Ibrox. A really good 0 0 draw, you could say. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I've seen bits of it um, just
2: come back from the game yesterday um the Barons, so we're um, able to uh, uh, kind of follow it and. But to be fair, a couple of chances. Sam Cosgrove yeah, takes one big um, chance for Cosgrove yeah, in the
0: game. One big chance, especially. Yeah,
2: and um, you, you'd expect the almost to kind of have mm-hmm. the confidence to go, on, but I think he just took a heavy touch him. Um, but with that, I mean, it was spirited. It was. there's a lot of kind of. There's also been a lot of questions in the last mm-hmm. few weeks, especially about the team. And I think with that, they really kind of showed their battling qualities. Given the fact as well that last time they'd gone down there, they got mm-hmm. trounced five 0 Yeah, so, that was but, a still game life when that happened, and <laughs> it was. Um,
0: it, was yeah. it kind of dampened what was a really funny afternoon.
2: I was in Glasgow that weekend actually and I I didn't go at the game I just uh, well,
0: sorry, I'm yeah. I, I didn't but what is what is the issue at Aberdeen? Is it this this that's kinda happened this season? Is it a, you know, is it getting a bit stale? Do you yeah. think it's a bit? I mean there's a lot Up and down this year I would say. I mean say. if you think there's been seven seven years of management now
2: coming up if you get to the summer, the seven years of we can still over That is long in football. It is. Uh, you know and Yeah, you could say things do go stale and things like that. I always just think that that the issue is that a club like Aberdeen constantly have to rebuild Absolutely Like the summer the, the biggest summer was the, the transition was that after the, that Scottish Cup semi the Scottish Cup final sorry against Celtic mm-hmm. we took them all away and Celtic went and Roger scored in the last kick of the ball and with that Aberdeen could have won that that was when Aberdeen's peak team under them definitely peaked definitely. that's the best Aberdeen team I've seen. definitely and then with that I'm in agreement with that you just it's so hard because that summer you lose now with getting Johnny Hayes uh, Ryan Jack Adam Rooney uh, Adam Rooney went fall on you That's true remember, but yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. a key player yeah. on that team so Brian Christie as well. And then then you just continue to get these players and they're going to go. Absolutely. And you can't keep a hold of them. I mean, Mackay, if you offer him the chance to go to New York for two years, he's going to take it. He's going to take that. um, Absolutely. So it's always a rebuilding job. It's, you know don't get wrong recruitment can always be better and I think this year there's been so many players where you think oh that's a great signing yes. like, and it's just not worked the injuries yeah. have played a yeah. part James
0: Wilson being a good example I thought he was going to be a good yeah. signing. priority
2: it didn't quite work out for him yeah I mean it was a funny one because see, when he was on loan you thought like, there's glimpses of a really good player mm. there and then he just didn't perform but I was surprised yeah. when they took him back actually yeah. But and I'm even more surprised almost that they've given the bullet now but yeah. um, I yeah. think maybe it's probably down to him saying yeah.
0: he's not going to get in ahead of <laughs> um, but in, yeah. in terms of Rangers, they've lost two of the last three. Well, well, they've lost one and only, well, they've drawn one. Obviously, and they beat Ross County. It's not been a great start to the second half of the season for Steven Gerrard's men, is it? And they've now no. fallen seven points no, behind Celtic. it's not. I mean, if you think of the high, the
2: highest of the highs that they got after beating Celtic at the, mm. them, at the end of the year, sorry, it was the, it was the exact same as they did it last year. they exactly. the one at Ibrox, yeah. and everyone thought, right, they're going to push on, and
1: mm-hmm. especially
0: the first. fixtures fell because you yeah. know they had three three home games and obviously with had hearts away obviously which is not very difficult first game back and you know, under daniel Stendhal, Yeah, you know, but that for me is a huge was a huge result that weekend and then you know to, to yeah. not get a point yesterday i, th- I th- think the old firm is that
2: especially when they're this close that any time they drop points, it, it's going back to like 12, 15 years ago. When any time they drop points, folk are like, if the if the other half pounce on it, then Absolutely. that's it. That's it. Almost like gone. Yes, yeah. Like today, like Celtic were one one for seventy minutes and yeah. then scored three goals yeah. late on. They
0: just have that ability to click. Well, let's move on to so, Celtic, You mentioned that. I mean, it's for, for me. It's certainly my view. The Celtic's mentality is better. Than Rangers at the moment. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're experienced. Yes. And Lennon's been there. Course distance. Um,
2: they they always. It's so frustrating at being a fan of a team who who never get that breaks of scoring last minute winners regularly. Yeah. And you just always feel that the momentum and the pressure with Celtic like if they're behind or if they're drawn, they're gonna just get that. And you found that that season, in particular, when they went unbeaten, there were so many games where they actually did it. And you think they've always got that mentality. Yes. Rangers used to have it, yeah. but because it's all. Obviously, like, uh, like since having them come up, I think teams yeah. have only, for especially for the first two seasons, teams weren't really afraid of Rangers in the same way. Mm-hmm. I think they just always felt they could have a go at them. Yeah. And now it's a bit different because Rangers are, just are a lot better. They've invested heavily, but maybe they don't have that mindset. yet mm-hmm. But I mean, not many teams got a Settle Park and win. That's very so true. Well, I think so Gerard, the last team that
0: went, that, that was Aberdeen, yeah, of course. I exactly. forget.
2: Um, so, and so, in general, yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, when that was. Um, but Gerard is, is. A, winner yeah. like he's a serial winner what he's done in his game and he'll and he's a respected name so he, he'll he'll yeah. have them going all the way and there's no doubt. I'm just thinking of that McKinnasco. How good were
0: we the day? Oh, <laughs> right, yeah, that, I have to after the go out. Let's have a quick word about Hamilton. The bottom of the league um do you see them getting out of trouble? It's a difficult time for them at the moment, especially what was going on with Brian Rice as well. Yeah, they always do, don't they? They always get out of it it's crazy. Like
2: I think it's funny because everyone they obviously almost have that siege mentality I think that must go on at their club that they know that they're small, and yet everybody technically probably wants them to just go down because they're not a big club, they don't mm-hmm. offer a lot mm-hmm. in terms of like supporters mm-hmm. going to their games. But it doesn't matter, they're a well run club, they've been a well run club ever since they came up. And then yeah. before that, when they came up originally, I think 2010, mm-hmm. was it Billy Reid? Yes. Yeah, he, um. He, they were up for a few seasons and they were a difficult team, an awkward yeah. team to play against yeah.
0: and they'll have that mentality so there's no way that they're out of this yet, they'll come back. And you have our Martin Canning as well, we always give him a yeah. very solid job as well. Yeah, he was very good, yeah. For Other them. teams down there, obviously Hearts got a draw, 3-3 at St Johnston. I didn't see that result coming. I was um, more shot that Stevie May scored twice. St <laughs> <laughs> um, Mirren also got a point at Hibbs, um, yeah. another nice result of course some 2-0 up. Couple mm-hmm. of interest results there. Probably uh, my result of the weekend: Livingston a Beat- model.
2: Yeah, big win for them. I mean, they. I mean, nobody likes going to Tony Macaroni areas. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Um I mean, it is. It's not exactly a great place to play football. I mean, you, if you go there, if you don't have a big following with away fans, it's mm-hmm. quite. Yeah, I, just I just feel it's
0: really it's disappointed that Livingston can't get more fans to their stadiums. it's Really hard though because
2: they're they're smack bang I'm I'm in the middle of And they're a new club. They're only 20, ah, uh, 25 yeah, years old. I think something, something like, like that. that. They're, they're quite a um, young team. Yeah. So with that comes. But I always remember. Everyone's been like going oh, okay. back to wow. The days of Marvin Andrews. Yeah. No, but even before then, like when when yeah. Ebbskovdal was in charge, yeah. of Aberdeen they'd come up and regularly give Aberdeen yeah. a few well, points. Probably David Fernandez card. and yeah. people like that. Yeah, shirt level.
0: Shirt level. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, then, then, so. yeah Alan Main was in goal. He was a really yeah. good keeper. But the, Marvin Andrews was around at yeah, that time as well. Yeah. All, he was. Um,
2: but but then they've always been. I mean, fair pl- fair play to Gatti Well, I mean that is. is it,
0: well, that's what I was going to say next. Yeah. I think he's by manager of the season
2: so far. Would you agree? You'd have to go along with it to be honest. You the contender. I mean, there's a few contenders, obviously, but I think w- if you look at teams that are continuously like, continue
0: to punch above their weight, I mean, Motherwell do do that, in fairness. I mean, no, that's true. Yeah. I mean, Stevie Rollins yeah. has done really well, Motherwell, but yeah. I, for me, just yeah. in terms of the resources, in no, terms absolutely. of the funding, in terms of rebuilding, because you know, he's yeah. lost Eklund Gallagher, he, he lost, you know, Craig Halkett at the back, you know, two key players. Yeah. He's lost Liam Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was brilliant last season. And you as th- well.
2: you think as well when he came in, like he just came in because um, like Kenny Miller was manager mm-hmm. and was. There what a yeah. month I you have one game, That's right. a player manager, and then sure. he left, and then you're like right, well, oh,
0: they're going to go down, and they're their best season. Yeah, like, and I was even years. more surprised that he didn't take the call manager. For me, I, that was yeah. a big surprise. I wonder. And he, and I'm not I wonder if he's Alex offered, it, I think yeah. Alex there will do a decent job, yeah. but I'm quite surprised that he wasn't offered. That. Yeah,
2: I am um, speaking to a few Killy mates, uh, or just seeing them kind of on their on their Twitter and things like that. They almost kind of feel like it's a regret, but at the same time, like I don't even know if he was maybe even been in contention. Mm. I, I think maybe the not na- the nice and because natural thing for them to do was to give Alex tired a chance, which is, which is
0: which is is uh, fair uh, enough. I it would cost the money, but it will get it. Alexios. Yeah. Also, yeah. us um, yeah. yeah. mention Kelly because they beat Ross County. Um, how crucial is it because them and Ross County were both needing a result, and obviously oh, yeah.
2: Kelly got it. Yeah. I mean, I think Kelly will be fine in terms of like the drop. I think they are. They've got that experience so in the last couple of years to get them away from that. Back- but it is so tight down there that mm-hmm. I think with a team like Kamar and Coeur, you know... Could Ross County go down? Did they have had kind of put a run they could. Like? No, they could, I mean, they obviously came up, so the natural thing is thinking that they would possibly go down, but it's hard because when there's so many teams that are... Pro- there's not a lot between the teams. No, there isn't. And crucial... Um, you know, crucial games every week seems to be a crucial game for a team. Yeah, absolutely. So every week seems to be crucial for a team in the bottom six, especially. Definitely. And, uh, if, you, if you're worried that you're, you just need to get that run of results. But even like two wins in a row can make such
0: a difference to a team season. Six points covers the bottom five. And Johnson wow. twenty-four, Hamilton eighteen. It really is so tight. at twenty-six. Yeah. Um, just that. Just an interesting question. Livingston seven points behind Motherwell. Are they in the battle for third? Energy. Uh, probably. Yeah, you'd probably say that. Okay. I mean, Aberdeen are, are thirty eight yeah. points. You yeah. know. Obviously, we get midweek games coming up, and yeah. You know, I said obviously about Livingston early in the season with my show with Ron McLean. I think Livingston are possible dark horses for the Scottish Cup.
1: You
0: know, is yeah, that a they're they're got,
2: They got a decent, they got a decent draw. We'll come on to that predictions yeah, so in a minute, but I think um, I think with it, you know, it just um, I think. What they would technically want to do is until they can. It, it's
0: almost like what it's the staying up. The Claudio Ranieri yeah. gets it, get exactly 40 what points. I was about to say. Yes, there is that um,
2: he he was joking, saying like, oh, as long as we get the 40 points and they were on 60 points already, already, you know, like when they were going for the title. Yeah, and then you know, it just kind of he, they'll want that if they get if they get the security of top six. Then they can see where they're at, I think. I think
0: mm. they'll probably come down that. Like, if they're still on the hunt for third place, I think they'll, pff, yeah. then they'll maybe give it a push. Quick quick move into England, obviously. The league is pretty much done. Liverpool have got it done. Yep. But they just win games in so many different ways. They win with a bit of determination, a bit of creativity, a bit of style. And yesterday, they thrashed Southampton 4 0. Yeah. How good is this Liverpool team?
2: Oh, it's, I mean, it'll probably go down as the greatest ever single season for a team. But it, it's not even just over one season, because if you think of last season, yeah. like it was just the bandit. Yeah, and the bat, and it was literally the battle to right. If City win, we win. City win, we win. But City always had that edge because they they've been there and they, it went down to the final day. And basically, they
0: were ten millimeters away from win- getting a point out of that game because that was the yeah. Salah goal. Yeah, of course.
2: It's quite incredible, really, that for for Liverpool, who have kind of almost been this kind of joke figure over years in the Premier League, when it comes to the Premier League yeah. about doing anything, for them to just cop just to find that. That yeah. rhythm of constantly getting. It. I mean, he didn't even have to rip up the squad. It's just over time he's built it. Mm-hmm. Brought in players like Salah, who was disregarded by Chelsea, found up a form of Roma. Been and Firmino again, not many people knew Firmino yeah. really. um no. yeah. Mane, you thought, all right, he'll be one of the Southampton guys. Unbelievable. He's. Yeah. Up, I think out of the three, actually, he's probably. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably say this season, especially, he's been super Is hard. he your player of the season? Yeah. Minus Henderson. Yeah, I, th- I think. It's funny because I think with a player like Henderson or Alexander Arnold, one of the yeah, two. Yeah, I think I think with someone like, like Henderson who he plays in that position where he doesn't get much credit, he's not gonna get much credit because he's always been like you know, he's was at Sunderland and then he's at Liverpool yeah. and it's not really kind of a, it's not really a position where you're naturally gonna think right, oh he's a he's player that you're contender. But if he leaves that team uh, Premier League after winning the Champions League following you and then cleaning up everywhere yeah. like yeah. you know Absolutely, but there's so many I, yeah. it would have to be a Liverpool player.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Rallying um, well, through the rest of the results from the weekend. Um, any results catch your eye? Obviously, Everton coming from two 0 down to be Watford has to be up that list. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they're
2: uh, like, fair play with Ancelotti coming in. That, that, that for an issue, that that's a real statement in terms yeah. of what. But that, that is also a statement of kind of how powerful the Premier League is. Yeah. Is the fact that like someone like Ancelotti, who, yep. and then and then even like last week when they, when yeah. they knocked back eighty-five million pounds for um, uh, the Charles. To Charlotte, sorry, and from Barcelona, apparently, and you're thinking, how is that even possible? How can a team like Everton do that? Yep. But that shows you the power where they're at, and with that, coming back. You know, you never know. You just they'll keep chipping away, and I did see. But it's funny because, like, with the like, you wonder where a team like Everton what the ambition is, because mm-hmm. yeah, everyone wants to get into Europe. But if you're in Europe, then Europe becomes a hindrance. Exactly. Well, Wolves,
0: we'll like well, I think, are exceptional. The rule this year, because absolutely. Yeah. They, they're so there's so many teams there. Uh, yeah. again, yeah, yeah. Five, five draws this weekend. I was just looking at the scores: Burnley nil, Arsenal nil, Man United nil, Wolves nil. Do you, you want to talk you, about Man United? You, or yeah, you know? I think we should just kind of. Uh, <laughs> (laughs) Give over that one well maybe come on to the end Mm -hmm. Newcastle 0-0 Norwich West Ham 3-3 with Brighton what is happening with West Ham they're in the bottom three yeah it's bad now isn't it I mean it's they spend a lot of money um,
2: regularly over the last few years and I I, I don't know if a manager like I mean I find it bizarre that Moyes went back there really to be honest because I I think from his point of view great he's in a job and everything Mm -hmm. but you're looking at it almost and you're going right it's just a continuing cycle of management. He's part of that Alan Pardew yeah, almost. I can that, understand that kind we of going thing. Or, of yeah. like, right. Well, you're just gonna give him a chance, yeah. but at the same time, like West Ham are a big club. Yeah. They are a big but club. But they that. are also, to me, they're
0: a tenth to twelfth sort of club. Yeah. and, and they probably won't ever be bigger than no. that. No, that's what I yeah. see them as yeah. a lower to mid-table sort. Of but club.
2: Really, really, when you look at the bottom yeah. half of the Premier League, you,
0: you would argue a case for anybody in the last two seasons to well, go down. So there's eight points separates Arsenal tenth to what? Nineteenth, <laughs> which is crazy, really. I mean, yeah. Villa. I mean, Bournemouth. Great win for them against Villa. Yeah, they beat them two-one. Brighton obviously getting the point. You know, Crystal Palace after such a good run, yeah. they're on they're down on thirty points, fourteenth. They've but had yeah. a bit of a poor run. Yeah, they're. Um, yeah. Bomb three is Norwich. What for West Ham? The moment. Do you see it sticking in that three?
2: I think it'll change a few times before we get to.
0: I still think Norwich are away. I, I
2: th- yeah, I think there's always a team, isn't it, that gets cut adrift quite quickly, and you just there's no hope. There's seven points
0: get from safety, Norwich. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, isn't it? It just shows you how how much of a jump is. The, I still think I still think Villa will go down. I think they're too reliant on Grealish.
2: Yeah, I mean. But but they've
0: had they're in the Cup Final.
2: So. Yeah, well, this is it. this has been a welcome distraction for them, isn't yeah, it? But yeah. uh, it was great scenes at Villa Park, actually.
0: I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out Bournemouth still getting resucked re- back in there but we'll see, you know, Eddie well,
2: Howe. Um, Bournemouth have just been very unlucky I think this year with, the, with their injuries, their injuries genu- they're a club that as a, a size of a team they can't afford
0: to get injuries. Are they a similar club to a bit like Aberdeen under Derrick McInnes, is there that, that kind of stale um, mentality there? I see what you mean, I mean, I think, I think… Be, he could beat a club too long maybe? Yeah,
2: well I think I think with Eddie Howe I think that is the argument that his stock isn't as high as what it was two years ago, I think he's also getting linked to an ex-England job, Arsenal. But always the one that he thought he would go yeah, to after finger, And he's not and he's stuck around because he's he's Bournemouth Loyal, isn't he? He's been their player yeah. manager and everything, so he'll feel I think he owes it to himself to get them out of it yeah. but at the same time I'd like to see him get chat. get the time to get them back in it but if you look at that and then you compare it to like Sean Dyke who's, who's yeah. come yeah. back into yeah. um, you know yeah. he's gone down with Burnley mm-hmm. and come back yeah. up and, yeah. and made a proper go of it so um, there's a lot there's a lot to be said about anyhow. I think but I, I, I get what you mean comparing
0: it to that yeah. I mean I think it's there could potentially be a bit of staleness but you know you, yeah. you get out of it maybe yeah. so. Okay, well that's certainly been our review of the weekend's action, let's move into our predictions for a bumper weekend, or week I should say, of action. Let's start with the midweek in the Scottish Premiership, um, because you're going this game on Wednesday night, eh? <laughs> yep. Aberdeen St Johnstone. Um, it's an interesting game because in the past I've seen Aberdeen play Sid Johnston and they've either been really good or they got thrashed by <laughs> one. It was one of the games I was yeah. at a while back yeah. so what are we thinking? Um, I think
2: I think there'll be a bit of a, bit of a boost from the mm-hmm. from the Ibrox result and the reality is Aberdeen needs to get the home form sorted out
0: um, Absolutely I don't think it'll be a classic cause One goal you, from op- well one goal this yeah. season and none from Open play in 2020 that for me is slightly concerning Yeah it is I mean no
2: no but it's, I mean, uh, I think... But the, the Barton game was actually a little bit flawed in the sense that they did have a lot of effort. They did. I was uh, at that game. Yeah, but um, I know. Yeah, I know what you being. I mean. The, I was at the game, the Motherwell game the other week, and it was pretty poor. They're a better team, but they just need to get that home form because they've actually only lost two home games this season. That's it's, true. The, it's just the draws that are yeah, killing yeah, them, yeah, they are. and it's the sluggish kind of attacking intent. In really, um, I think well, uh, I think
0: I think it'll be close, but I think we'll edge it with a goal. No, I've gone 1-0 Aberdeen. 1-0. <laughs> so, I'll say 1-0, I've gone one nil
2: already.
0: I'll say one nil. I don't yeah, think it'll be a yeah, classic again. Yeah, so yeah. Well, the ne- well the next game I've got down on my on my list here is my my, my, my technology is uh, up against me at the moment. <laughs> I'm trying to remember on Mo- I- Motherwell Celtic is one of the games. Yeah. Um, I think that's on Sky uh, or BT Sport, which uh, I'll be watching. Yeah. Uh, I've gone for a real cracking game here. I've gone three two Celtic. Ooh. Okay. Um, well, I think that. I think Motherwell again, they're, they're
2: making it kind of a, re- a real good go of it this season. Selfish left to Celtic win just because Aberdeen helped but uh, I'll, I'll say 3-1, 3-1 Celtic. Okay
0: next there was a big six-pointer St Mirren-Hamilton. Um, Whoever loses this is in big, big trouble. Yeah, I think I think you saw the issue up until yesterday
2: was that St Mirren can't score goals and then they score two at Easter Road so um,
0: I think, um, but I, I still think that there's not a lot there. I'll go 1-1. I'm going to go 1-1, I'm going to go a Aki's away one. I, I said a couple weeks ago and I'm still going to stick with this, I still think them will go down because they don't score enough goals yeah. and Hamilton always know how to scrap mm-hmm. and I think this is the sort of game that they'll nick a result and I'm going for them to nick a 1-0 away one so I'm going to go for that one there. Next up is Ross County Livingston in the Highlands. I mean, again, I think Ross County
2: need the, need the points more than Livingston, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, give them where they're at. Um, it's quite hard because it's hard to, again, like I just touched on earlier on, it's hard to build a rhythm and things like that down there. I mean, county will be just desperate. I mean, they've they put in some good performances to hold firm in the space of a week I think they were actually all it at 3-0 at Parkhead and 2-0 at Ibrox. Um, but I think, you know, I'm going to be bold. I think they'll get a win actually against Lovison. I I don't know why. There's no logic to it. Mm. I'm literally going to say it. But I think they'll say 2-1, 2-1 Ruske.
0: Five defeats in the last seven. Just two points from the last <laughs> twenty. You said that before. I said my prediction. Yeah, go. Yeah. I've gone one one. Okay. Um, I know Lovison won the last four, but going up to Dingwall on a Wednesday night can be quite tough. I see it being quite a close game, so I'm going to go one one. Ruske need to get a result somewhere, yeah, sure. so I was going to go one one. Um, I forgot my my second game after Aberdeen. St. Johnson. Kilmarnock now Hearts unbeaten in 2020 and Kilmarnock obviously stopped the rot as they lost six in a row before they mm-hmm. beat Ross County up the weekend. Um, well, I actually think I'm pretty sure Kilmarnock have a pretty good record. I think they that, have. Um,
2: there is a bit of a bounce, I suppose, off of that Rangers game with Hearts. Stendhal's obviously trying to try- pull them away from that, that um, the relegation playoffs, and but. Uh, so on that on that basis, I'm, I, mean, I think Kelly will get a result. I'll
0: say I'll say one 0 Kelly. Ooh, interesting. I think Hearts are going to win, uh-huh. uh, and I, I just think that if they can keep Stephen Naismith fit, yeah. um, I think he is the orchestra. I think he's the conductor in this team, like uh, conducting an orchestra. For me, he's yeah. so
2: important in that you team. See, you see him as well. That he's, he's like. It's funny because he's so
0: mouthy on the pitch. Like yes. He's screaming at yes. everybody because
2: he just wants the best out of them. And I think, I,
0: think, yeah. I think for me, obviously, boys scoring a couple of goals as well is going to give Hearts a bit of confidence. Yes, they're going to see con- yeah. chances, but, you know, I know come on at one, there's a good result for them, but going to Tyne Castle, as you know, is always a tough list. Yeah. And, and I'm going 2 no Hearts. 2-0 Hearts. Uh, one. And there is one game we've left out, Rangers-Hibs. Uh, I'm going for a really entertaining game and this one as well. I've also gone 3-2 for Rangers.
2: <laughs> well, the, the game... Um, the games this season between the
0: two of them haven't exactly been great. No, like, well, they're, no, they're, have a, for no, they're not the highest but, but uh, usually these games are quite good. Yeah. but you know, I think they'll be, I think we'll go yeah. back to that, and I think there'll be quite a few goals. I think I think Rangers got them six one in the start, of the season and then trounced them at Easter Road mm-hmm. just.
2: Well, they were three 0 because remember, Marciano had a bad mistake for the first goal. So, yeah, um, I would. I think I'll be comfortable for Rangers. I think they'll. I think Gerald will give him a boot up the backside after. They need, they, need, they need to find some form because um, they come out the gate very yeah. similar to, to
0: the last round which but is no, I'll, I'll go I'll actually say 3-0 Rangers. 3-0 Rangers. Yeah. Now obviously we'll continue with the Scottish team because it is the Scottish Cup last 16 at the weekend. Uh, I'm going to Aberdeen kilmarnock on Saturday so I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. So why don't we start with that first then? Aberdeen kilmarnock um, Again it could be,
2: could be a bit of a scrappy affair. Um, I think it will help actually yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I mean I know uh, the atmosphere has obviously been ramped up a, a notch with the, um, the announcement again that they're putting the, the kind of red shed behind them which was the fantastic and really uh, really good Bar- and, um, Yeah, very, really very good I mean there's a lot I know there's a lot of people at the club that have been wanting to get something like that done for a while and really really pleased to see some, some folk reap the benefits out of that with the Dubarta game 2,000 folk in the middle of that stand mm-hmm. really good I mean this season, this time again it's going to be sold out I mean I've not seen the Merkland stand sold out I think it's a like Bayern Munich game yeah, 10, yeah. Uh, 11 which, years ago, which now, so I remember
0: very, very yeah. vividly. So, uh,
2: with that, it'll be a very good. Um, it'll be a good atmosphere. I think the fans will. It'll make a big difference.
1: Uh, hopefully, Kelly come up
2: as well because you know come up with a big Absolutely. support. Because uh, I know things haven't been good for them this season, but um, if you, I think the season before last, I already knocked them out in the cup. Down at Rugby Park in the replay, that was the most recent Scottish Cup game with them, and Kelly brought up a really healthy support that day at Epthardis. Okay. <laughs> But I fancy Aberdeen to eh, do alright,
0: um, and I'll actually say 2-0 Aberdeen. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Aberdeen, I think it'll be a really good game. Um, I think Coman will come out and have a bit of a go as well, because be, be, be maybe a bit of confidence, who knows with how they get on in midweek as well, that could play a big yeah, sure. part. Um, but I think Aberdeen will get the yeah. job. Just a quick mention, Aberdeen, what do you make of some of their signings? You know, McGee come in, Kenny's come in, Hernandez has signed, I'm looking forward to seeing how yeah. he's going to get oh, on. It
2: was, br- uh, it, was a, it was an interesting moment it came up, I actually thought it was like, oh no, like a, a fake Aberdeen account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like
0: oh, where, like where some of
2: them in the past? Yeah, where, Where's Aberdeen getting that scouts from But not, I mean, just on him I, mean, I think he, he comes with a bit of a pedigree uh, 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 Judging by what the team in Norway um, Said of him when he left it They pretty much said that they could, their hands were tied They couldn't reject the, it was the money That Aberdeen were offering or the opportunity So he's highly regarded um, I think um, He's played 15 times for the Venezuelan national team like He played against Argentina In the yeah. Copa America in The summer, so he got a bit of pedigree behind him. He was a young guy, I mm. think. I think because he's a right back, that'll help.
0: Because give like, Shea get Logan some competition because well, well, he's been one of the weakest yeah. links in yeah. the team this year. I think,
2: I think as he's got older, I think if Aberdeen are playing poor, I think he struggles a little bit. Mm. Although, hats off to him, I thought he had a really good game yesterday. Yeah, so I heard he well. Um, so, but I like so uh, attacking fullbacks coming in great. Um, I really like the thought of McGeer, uh, the signing of Mageeach. He was very good against the when I yeah. was there. I actually thought he was, I was he was just good Motherwell as well and yeah. I actually thought apart from one moment when he sold the jerseys at St. Marin, uh, he played yeah. a dodgy bat past the Lewis right. and he got intercepted, yes. uh, I actually thought again he, looked, he looks like that player that...
1: Could pick yeah.
2: the ball up in the middle of the park and allow someone like Lewis Ferguson to go forward. Yeah. And I think with that would be so good beneficial for our brain that if you get that going, you know, you've got a real you've got a good midfielder. That midfield of Ojo, um, Ferguson and McGear sounds quite good mm-hmm. and it looks mm-hmm. good. So yeah. I just that.
0: wonder maybe there's a little bit of sameness there sometimes, but maybe that's yeah. just my view. Yeah, I think, sometimes, yeah. I think I like Ferguson, I'm not sure where he is. Is he I don't think he's a number ten, I don't think he's a no. sitting midfielder. You know, he's more like a central player yeah. that can maybe dictate the game. That he likes
2: to pick up the ball, use his strength, dribble, yeah. he
0: does all that. He yeah. doesn't
2: quite,
0: he doesn't have that drive
2: I think that Shinny had. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well we'll see anyway what happens so with that that's for sure. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, I fancy a bit of an upset in the next game. Ayr United against St Johnstone. Oh gl- well you know I've got a sole spot for
2: Ayr. Um, I'd love to see them win. Were was getting in the previous round? Yeah, s- uh, they were very good in that game actually. Um, I just love the Scottish Cup and I love it when like so of, like a championship team just yeah, can, gives it yeah. a go, gets the
0: last yeah. eight and I think Ayr will do it. I think they'll win 2-1. I've got 1 0 here United, same scoreline as they beat Ross County, wasn't it? By a solitary yeah. goal. But, you know, I just wonder if St Johnston will maybe look at this and think, you know, if we lose it, maybe not a disaster because, you know, they Aye. are in a little bit of danger. That's like, yeah, like the, lots of the problem, isn't it? Because, really, like, as a football fan of a <coughs> team that
2: don't necessarily get to cup finals and things like that, like, I'm not talking from Aberdeen, I'm talking yeah. from smaller clubs, yeah. that the Scottish Cup is like, uh, that, that should always be your focus. Absolutely. Just one game, it's yes. just like right, one game, then on to the next yeah. four weeks yeah. later and you think of when St Johnston won the Scottish Cup in 2014, 2014. Yeah. they were you know that season they had a very good team kind of like this little Netherlands yeah. season right? yes
0: exactly and, yeah. and, you're, and you're looking at that and you go yeah. that should, the Scottish Cup just shouldn't be a hindrance yeah. the same yeah. in England yeah. I just hate yeah. that well in Northern but Ireland I know it's like that because you know you know, you look at the university team that went to beat Linfield <laughs> you know I don't, I don't think many people saw that yeah. coming and obviously a big shout out to the Waffle guys from the Northern Ireland podcast you know one of them is a big Crusaders fan and you know they went to Carrick yesterday and won 5-1 yeah. so always yeah. a difficult Place to go and win yeah. these games, but it's just kind of like. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of tough places to go, let's talk about Hibs because they've got to play BSC Glasgow. <laughs> what a story for the Lowland League yeah. side, no, you know. Great result against East Kilbride in the pre and they've been rewarded with this game against Hibs Yeah. Um, I believe they're going to be playing at the Inder Drill Is that right? Adelma? Yeah. Uh, is that where they play their games normally? I not? think they might be. Um, yes, I think they, they may they be. They
2: used up. to play because I've I've actually played at their well. What is their ground? And I'm pretty sure it's in um, Peter's Hill in Glasgow. I think it was just a little ground. Yeah, um, I could be wrong I'm pretty sure it was BSC it Glasgow be. then yeah, but because um, they, when they formed only five years ago I think that mm-hmm. they were amateurs for years and I think they're trying to get the team back to Glasgow sure. so I think maybe if they're out in Alloa that's probably the thing and if it is then there's no reason why they can't play it there I mean they are playing it there yeah, obviously yeah, but yeah. it's just like it's. it was like when East Colbride played Celtic. well they played at the Excelsior didn't yeah, they yeah because they, they, I mean I've been to K Park yeah. a, a, in East Colbride and it is it's tiny it's like a it's like a yeah. almost almost. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like it's that small.
0: So, you know, um,
2: but no fair play to them.
0: What a yeah. run they've had! Um, I would. Steven Swifts doing a fantastic job yeah. as well. And yeah. I, I just think Hibs will have far too much here, and have went four one. Yeah, like 4-1. yeah I, I'll say four 0 I think. It'll I think all. they'll get a goal, but yeah. I think they'll get beat four one. Next up, another big team going to way Celtic away to Clyde, and of course, remember the last time Celtic yeah. away to Clyde? Roy Keane. <laughs> Clyde one two one. Yeah. No, no, I remember that game. Yeah, that pretty, uh, yeah. I
2: remember what it was. It was the Sky game, and uh, yeah. yeah um Roy Keane's debut as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, he's um oh he's, I just remember fair play I think Clyde at the time won the championship yeah. so, well the yeah, first yeah. division now and then after that they obviously just they were nearly a bit bankrupt and things like that so they've had a, a journey in yeah. that course, so. course Danny Lennon there as well you know yeah. f- might, put him, might put himself in the team yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good, good Willie as well you know yeah, playing yeah. for them as well so no, um
0: oh it'd be great to see Clyde yeah. give him a chance but I just think Celtic will win yeah, this 4 0 for me. Yeah I think they'll become I think it'll be three I think it'll be three no. We know. Yeah. Um let's talk about Rangers, they're away way to Hamilton um as well. Is this a tricky game for Rangers? Hamilton obviously we we'll um, talked about earlier on, you know, Celtic getting I mean, over the line but Yeah, I mean I mean, what a scalp
2: it would be for Hamilton, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think that determination in Rangers to to just they, they have to get back to a final. They need to win a trophy. Yeah, the, 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 if they can get, at least get back to, you know, I mean, they'll never have to play Celtic if they yeah. if they want to win the trophy probably. So if they're going to have to do it, Hamilton. It's not real. A, a stadium where they struggle at, like they put goals by them under Gerrard regularly.
0: So Rangers usually do slightly better at, at uh, yeah. Douglas Park or the Super Seals is well, called than the Celtic usually do. But, but Celtic, have yeah. scored quite a few goals. Well, but yeah. I always feel Rangers have the, 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 the kind of comfortability of winning there. I've, I've gone three nil here. Yeah,
2: I think if Rangers go ahead, generally they're they're quite good. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be three one. I think because H- yeah. H- i will take a lot from yeah. today. Yeah. I actually think when in Celtic yeah. up for seven yeah. obviously was it, um, it wasn't
0: dogged. It was. Uh, it was Hamilton who got yeah, set yeah yeah, 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 yeah um, Gogich had a super game yeah, by the way for um, Hamilton the, uh, yeah. you know and then they scored it just killed yeah. them completely that was so a big moment in the game because yeah. had they kept half time 1-0 that would have been huge yeah, but uh, the lab um, no, um, went 3-0 I'll yeah, we'll say 3-1 um, yeah. yeah. next up is um, a team I've started really supporting because obviously David McCracken was a our guest on the show Falkirk at Home to Hearts uh, yeah, I mean, that game's yeah, live on Beef Scald as well So the Saturday night game which I think's great by the way that night game's a fantastic. Watched well, done the Motherwell in the previous round that's very yeah. good I've um, gone for a replay here I've gone 1-1
2: one, one. ok um,
0: yeah I mean every chance I mean
2: Falkirk aren't great and I think this season realistically their priority has to be coming up really. absolutely uh, but I think they've
0: done much better since Lee Miller and David McCracken have yeah. come in yeah, really good job although really they did beat Strummerer yeah the
2: they're, um, uh, they're I mean I've got a soft spot for Falkirk uh, through my friend Connor Park he's uh, obviously Falkirk runs the show there again Um same time has got a mention bloody hell. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think with that, I think he, um, this is our Falkirk, I think, it seems to be working, this kind of partnership and like co-manager mm-hmm. thing seems it's to work. It's becoming be a thing isn't yeah. it, because obviously we've got the Cowleys as yeah. well, that yeah. kind yeah. Of, yeah, d- of things yeah. on, then we've got Cowell and Ferguson yeah. at Ross County, so. um, I would like, I would love to see Falkirk win, but I'm with you, I think
0: it'll be a draw, I'll, I will say also 1-1. 1-1. Okay, two games left, next game is a tough game for Livingston. are we up to the Highlands to the finesse?
2: Well I'll let you take this, because um, well, uh, you, 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 they're I, your tip for the cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my tip
0: to go deep in this competition, and I think they might win this one-two-one. One. I, I think Inverness will have a half an eye on the playoffs, and I think Livingston can look at this. You know, they're comfortably safe. I think they'll be comfortably in the top six. Why not have a go? I think they'll win it two-one. Yeah,
2: I actually think that. Just going with what um, uh, John Robertson's been talking about the last couple of years. Actually, he, I remember him last season talking about, look, they're in the cup to win it. Absolutely. Actually, and well, this is this is one yeah. of the times.
0: If I'd be the other way around I would have fancied Livingston yeah. much more strongly. Than I'll do here. Yeah, but, but I'm I still going to stick with my guns and go, goalie. Yeah,
2: I, uh, so I'm going to go against you on that. I think uh, I think Carl are going to beat them uh, because I think, I, I think two one in Valencia is a really good I'll give it a crack. Actually, yeah. actually, for me, could be
0: the unsung tie of the round for yeah. me. And last up, St. and Motherwell. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the most mad draw of the tie, isn't it? It's yeah, like kind of M- M- Motherwell Motherwell beat Mirren in the league quite comfortably down there early yeah. in the year, and I just think they'll do it again. I'm going to go two nil. Yeah, I think I think probably yeah. round about that. I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say one no Motherwell. Again, similar thing for Seaman. Mirren, safety has to be their priority. So Aye. if they have a good run in the cup, you know it's a bonus yeah, for them. But yeah, for Jim sure. Goodwood's got to be looking at that yeah. as an no. you know opportunity to stay up.
2: Yeah, no, I would I would go along with that. Um but I think uh, so I think
0: Motherwell will just be a little bit too strong for them. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously the English league has taken a bit of a hiatus, I think there's a couple of games, but we won't do any predictions for them this week still, because my technology is broken, so I can't oh. look at it everything is loading in front of me. Yeah. yeah. Nah, but that is fine. Um Matt, this has been a real Pleasure to have you on no. Campbell's Footballs um, no, for you. another podcast. The only show where bad predictions are cancelled and they can track. I hope this most well, recent episode and many others before it are just what the doctor ordered. Um, before we leave, we've got to ask you one quick question: Who's winning the Super Bowl?
2: <laughs> so, um, I think it will be the Chiefs. I think, I think Kansas and going to do it. I'm, I mean, as you know, I'm a big American, uh, well, American football fan. Um, it's been a good year. Um, my team, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they were hotly favourites to go into it uh, but they got knocked out in the playoffs um, pretty pretty flat really they went out um, so I would like to see. I, I don't, I'm actually going into this where I don't care who wins I actually just I'm hoping yeah. for, for the sake of our sanity this
0: year that it's a good game because yeah. last year it was awful but yeah, yeah. I think it's Chiefs will win yeah okay well we'll find out if Matt's right when the show goes live on Monday you can uh, listen to this most recent podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to check in to previous episodes, including my part 1 special with Craig Brown, as well as chatting with Sky Sports' Ian Crocker in the last week. So plenty of shows for you to listen to on the Campbell's Footballs Network. My next show will be joined by BT Sport commentator Rory Hamilton, so I'm looking forward to that one. But until next time, enjoy the crack, and I'll see you next time. Cheers. Well listener, that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Campbell's Footballs. I hope this podcast was just what the doctor ordered. If you want to listen to previous shows or look out for future shows, follow Campbell's Footballs on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to other podcasts. You can also follow the show on Facebook at Campbell's Footballs, search for me, StatoG91 on Instagram or other social media channels. But until then, until next time. I hope you enjoyed the crack, and enjoy Campbell's footballs.
1: What a dangerous night